0: It is 6.30 straight up on this Wednesday morning And it is time now for fun facts to make you sound smart Here's what you do, you drop these into conversation All of a sudden, you come across even more witty, charming, and informed than you already are Chris, you and I and the listening audience over the last couple days Have spent a bit of time on the story of Humphrey the Hippo Yes, Humphrey the Hippo, in case case you missed it The Hungry Hungry Hippo, in case you missed it Was a hippo that a South African Farmer and military dude Rescued from a flood Raised as his child Bonded with for six years Became friends with Used to ride him around his farm Went swimming with him Until one day He was dragged into the same river That he rescued Humphrey from And Humphrey ate him yeah, man. I, we talked about it. People think that, that hippos are these kind of derpy, happy-go-lucky, big, frumpy animals. They're mean. They are, are aggressive. They are regarded as the most dangerous animal in Africa. Yeah. And if you're looking to cut down on the surplus hippo population, it's a tough thing to do. Why? Because a fun fact number one, it is nearly impossible to castrate a hippo. Uh, so many questions Well, okay Obviously, you gotta put yourself around the most dangerous animal in Africa to do it sure. And that's difficult But it's almost impossible to castrate a hippo because their testes are on the inside mm. They recede even deeper during the surgery And their location can be up to 16 inches Internally depending on which hippo you're trying to castrate. So basically, uh, trying to castrate a hippo is a bit of a fruitless endeavor. Is there a big need to go around castrating hippos? I guess, you know, if you're trying to cut down on the surplus population the way Bob Barker would advocate for. If you're looking to spay and neuter your hippo. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. Good, good to know. You're out of luck. The hippo man berries are on the inside. Uh, before Vegas was known as Sin City, You know which town that title usually went to? Sin City? Yeah. I would say either Reno or Atlantic City. Ah, both plausible guesses, but no. Newport, Kentucky. Oh, of course. Have you ever been to Newport, Kentucky? No. No. Well, back in the day-day... People used to go to Newport, Kentucky for miles and miles around because it was a hotspot of corruption, gambling, and prostitution during Prohibition and stayed that way until the 1960s when Vegas kind of went, hey, we got all those things here. No, we're the new Newport. <laughs> yeah, we're the new Newport, Kentucky. Because that tracks. Sure. <laughs> I loved living in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, it... I, if you are a resident there, you only really go to the... A lot of people are like, oh, I've been to Vegas, and they only go to the Strip. Right. Which is kind of like saying, I went to New York, but only went to Times Square. Sure. And residents kind of stay away from the Strip unless there's a show there that they want to go see, in which right. case they're all about it. But... They also did this thing where they tried to change the slogan of the city while I lived there. I remember this. That's the second time. They had Aerosmith announce it because they were doing a residency there, and it was... We had what happens Vegas stays in Vegas That right. seems seedy We want something that is a little bit more family friendly And they tried to switch it to What happens in Vegas only happens in Vegas Which is plausible But sure. it just didn't take People are looking to get wasted and do the wrong thing So the first time I ever went to Vegas Was uh-huh. mid 90's And I wasn't 21 Yeah, But it was also back in the time Where Vegas was trying to change their image From a Sin City adult playground uh-huh. To more of a family friendly thing. Yeah. It clearly didn't take. Yeah. I remember after I lived there for a while, I'm getting on a plane. I'm coming back from a work trip going home to Las Vegas and I see a bunch of people that I'm getting on the plane with drunk out of their minds being like Vegas baby I was like oh here are a bunch of people going to use my hometown like a toilet and uh, it was an interesting thing I was like oh I guess I'm a resident now All right. what famous rock star founded the society for the prevention of cruelty to long haired men in England when he was 17 here are some clues his last name was really Jones and he had two different colored eyes I got nothing. That would be David Bowie. When David Bowie was 17, he co-founded the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Long-Haired Men. He said that long-haired men were always being told to cut their hair, and they were teased for looking like women. That's tracks. There's something wrong with the studio today. I have some audio from him on this talk show talking about it. Let's see if it works. It probably won't. No. No. No, it doesn't. All right. Well, there you go. Technology. (laughs) Technology. Uh, But yeah, he was on a British talk show talking about the abuse that he and his buddies were getting for having long hair in 1964. His name was Davy Jones, but he changed it when the Monkees became famous and their British member had the same name. Now you know. Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. All right, we talked about this last time on Fun Facts to make you sound smart. Yes or no, does driving an expensive car make you feel better about yourself? 974-1111 is the number. First correct answer we get is on their way to see Celebration Day at the pageant. Good luck. It's BTO or KC. BTO, you ain't seen nothing yet on KC95. It's the AD Show. AD and Chris... Casey, good morning. Who's this? This is Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the AD Show. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, we talked about this last time on Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Yes or no, does driving an expensive car make you feel better about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. If you're spending half your income on a lease Mercedes, the good news is it probably makes other people think you're better than them. A new study looked at how we perceive people based on the type of car they drive, found luxury automobiles really give you a leg up, and they found that... Driving a pricey car also makes you think you're more attractive and socially superior. So, whether it's deserved or not, that guy speeding by you in a BMW is getting a nice big ego boost from it. Doesn't seem fair, does it, Kevin? No, it does not. Well, take heart. That Mercedes or Beamer does nothing about the size of their teeny tiny junk. Um, you, my friend, are on your way to see Celebration Day. Excellent. All right, hold the line. At least I tell myself they've got a teeny junk as I pull up in my O2 with a tape deck in it. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, dude. Crazy. I willed it. I was compensating for a small wiener. Fun.